This is Gemar Nivamas Dab Samoch Vav. All learning has been generously sponsored as a shukos for Shlema for Chedvalei Abbas Aradina Mir Tashem. Learning the entire Chabura as we're going to begin the seventh parak of Yivamas tonight should bring Chedvalei Abbas Aradina an incredible and complete Rafua Shlema. As well as learning to bring a shukos Shlema Zochayim Mitvarot Hamzibas Barachos Hamul Levizavah Being Intelligent and Chayyab Lemudis Bas Asima Malka. As well as a shukos for Shlema Shayyot Ben Tila Hamzibas Chlas Zocham Asibas Ablum Has Bindu Chayim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malka Shavigos we pick it up, beginning a new barrack, the seventh barrack, 65 blood in Tiavamis. Here we go, says the Mishnah. The quintessential, perhaps, forbidden marriages, as we've spoken about many times, most notably back on Daphnon Vavaman Vays, that this is a marriage that does not result in an allowance to eat Shuma. Normally, a Yisrael marries a Kayin, the Kayin's allowed to feed his wife. Juma. But if it's a forbidden marriage and Almana then she cannot eat Chuma. And by extension, does our Mishnah. She brings in two types of Avodim into the marriage, two types of properties, which we'll speak about in a moment. What is the difference in Avdi Mulog and Avdi Tsombarzel? Let's for a moment look at Rav. Rashi says the Rashi a concept which will come up again and again, uh, particularly when we get into Ksubis, but says Rashi that a woman brings into her marriage and they evaluate it and they write a value into the Ksuba that this item she brought into the marriage that was worth this value. That is what we would call an idonia, a dowry. That is a, says Rashi, Tsoin Barzel. Nechasim Tsoin Barzel is when she brings in something with an evaluation, it's written in the Ksuba, and for many intents and purposes that we're going to see today, it's as if the husband owns this item. That is the dowry that she brings into the marriage. But then there's another type of item that she could bring into the marriage, which is, she brings in cash, and she brings in other items which are not evaluated, which are not written into the Ksuba, then the husband just allows is gets the benefit of eating the produce and the principle is always hers that is Nechsei Melok so Nechsei Melok is she keeps the principle Nechsei Sain Barzal is the husband gets it says the Mishnah in an event of this forbidden marriage of Amar Lekain Gadol Gushachuz Lekain Yadiyat whether the woman brought in a nechsei sain barzel, a nechsei melug, whether she brought in a dowry, or she brought in an item which is more hers, in the form of avadim as slaves, the halacha is, avdi melug, do not eat shuma, avdi sain barzel, which we just said, are more the husbands, yes, eat shuma. Says the Mishnah, Eloheen avdi melug, what are avdi melug? Emesu mesula, mesirusula, avdi melug, like we said, are not evaluated in the are not owned by the husband and if they increase in value the woman gets the increase and if they die the death is to the woman but yet what's the husband writes in Abdi Malog the husband enjoys the prophets and he as well is obligated to feed these avadim still because they're considered the women's so what is Abdi Malog which we said you evaluate the dollar value you write it into the ksuba it's the dowry the husband 
husband has basic ownership. That if they die, it's the husband's problem. If they benefit, it's the husband's gain. And since the husband is obligated in their responsibility, the husband, yes, feeds them chuma. So part number one of the Mishnah is, in these types of unions of permitted marriage, the dowry written in the Ksuba, yes, gets Chuma. Malog, not written the dollar value in the Ksuba, do not get Chuma. Bas Yisrael, Shanis is the Kayin, and the Mishnah concludes if we have a regular marriage of a Bas Yisrael marrying a Kayin, and she brings into the marriage servant slaves, Avadim, whether they're Malog, whether they're Tsumbarzel, whether they're evaluated, whether they're not, they yes, eat Chuma. And now the Mishnah continues, part number three, we could call it, who Baskoyin, and this is the Israel, and the Baskoyin, which marries a Yisrael, Vechnisu loy avadim, bein avdim, look, bein avdim, so in Barzel, Harelu loy yoichlu bechuma. This is the opposite. The first case was a bas Yisrael to a koyin, always gets the Yichuma. Abbas Koyin to Yisrael, the husband is a Yisrael, then in both cases, they do not eat Yichuma. So the focus and the topic of discussion today is types of items a woman brings into a marriage a dowry or other movable items and whether the husband has ownership over them, whether he feeds them chuma or not. So says the Gemara the first part of the Mishnah what it say? It said the items in which are really ostensibly hers do not eat chuma. Amai asked the Gemara why not? We just explained in the Mishnah. The husband has to feed them the husband has gets the bright gets the produce from them. So says the Gemara, why isn't that a level ownership? Albeit a minor level ownership. Albeit only an ownership that he gets the produce, only the ownership that he's responsible to feed them. That should be enough to allow him to feed Chuma. Why? Says the Gemara, it should be as if he bought a piece of property. Titania, as we learned in our and I and the marries a woman or a is a slave, how do we know that in both cases the woman and the slave are allowed to eat chuma? Shenemar says in the Torah, the that when the coin acquires something, he eats chuma. And now the next step, and there's a marriage, a coin to a woman, and the woman buys an avid, or his slaves or purchase slaves. Now we're one step removed. It's either the wife buying a slave or my slaves buying a slave. How do I know that in that case, double remove she'achilu b'chuma? They're still allowed to eat chuma. Shenamar kinyan nevish kinyan kasvay hu yechaboy kinyan neishikani kinyan oichel kol oichel machel kusheino. Excuse me, kinyan neishikani kinyan kinyan oichel. So I asked the Gemara. I don't understand what is the reason why in our Mishnah, when even if it's nechzim alok, and even if they're not evaluating iksuba and the husband does not have real ownership. But the mere fact that the husband has some level ownership says the Gemara, why isn't that enough to allow them to eat Chuma? Answers the Gemara fundamental idea with regard to feeding Chuma, call Ha'ichel 
Ma'achil, kosheino echel in ma'achil. Says the Gemara, the only time one could feed his acquisitions chuma is if he himself eats chuma. She could feed her avadim, her acquisition chuma, if she eats chuma. And because, as we said in our Mishnah, this is a unique case of a forbidden union and a kain to a Therefore, you do not eat, get to feed them chuma. Ask the Gemara about 20 lines to the bottom. The first word line is Velay. Velay is what you're saying accurate. Vari Arel, one who doesn't have a bris meal of a cholat, and one who is tummy, shein on oichlin. A kain who's tummy can eat chuma. And yet, what's the dinu machilin? He is, yes, allowed to feed his acquisitions chuma. So your rule doesn't stand. The rule you just told me was that if you eat, eat, you get to feed. If you do not eat, you don't get to feed. Says the I don't get it. A kain who's an aral, a kain who's a tummy doesn't eat, and yet he feeds them. A chuma explains the Gemara, no, a fundamental difference. Hasam pumayu kaivlu, over there, literally his mouth is causing pain, meaning the Kayin essentially is allowed to eat Shuma. Right now he's Tameh. The Kayin could, for all intents and purposes, one that eats Shuma. So he feeds the next. But by us, ostensibly, essentially, within the person, the union, the marriage itself, there is a problem. makes her forbidden. She will never eat Shuma. She can never feed off Shuma. Says the Mara, wait, but one second. We have a Mamzer. Relative of a kain who he himself cannot eat chuma, yet he feeds others chuma. So now we're gonna have multiple tirutim. Him says the Gemara answer number one, number Avina. And these are the explanations for the first part of the Mishnah. Why Alman the kain got the guchah blusah the kain had yet do not feed chuma to home to the nechsei malug the slaves who are nechsei malug who are not evaluated in the star in the ksuba. Says Ravina kinyan oichel kamar kinyan oichel meichel sheinoi. When we said that the person could feed a chuma, it's only if it's an acquisition who eats chuma, not any person. And therefore, the man of the kind, God, the Gushal, the kind, had this, and she herself cannot eat chuma. It's not because she's possible. Because if it has to do with possible, sometimes there's also possible. Says the Gemara, no, it has to do with an acquisition that does not eat and that's what she is, therefore she cannot feed the next level chuma. Rava Amaris, terrorist number two, Midaraisa Michalakli says, Rava, you got it right! On the Daraisa level. The Rabbana made a gazir, she cannot eat chuma. Why? We want her to realize something is funny. She should think, one second, I got married. She's an Amanda, she married a Kohen Gadol. And she should think, wait, my husband is not feeding me chuma. Number one. Avdi, my servants in Oichlin are not getting chuma either. And therefore she's going to say, what's going on over here? I don't get to eat. My servants don't get to eat. What am I merely a Zaina with my husband? And therefore she's going to go and get divorced, which is, of course, the correct result, the fact that it's a forbidden union. So, Midrabanan, we make Gzeira. Tarot's number three, that was Ravina, that was Rava, comes along Ravashi, Amar Gzeira, Shevdeichel Achra Misa. About ten lines to the bottom, the first one line is Shema, says Ravashi, the concern is that maybe after the husband dies, she'll continue feeding Truman, at that point you're not allowed to. But says the Gemara, asking on Ravashi, this final Tarot, Ella. Mayata asked the Gemara Basi Israel. 
Any time you have a regular girl who marries a Kayin, she should not eat. Why? Because maybe after the husband's death, she's a regular Yisrael, she's going to continue feeding her acquisitions, which is not allowed. El Ravashi, Ravashi comes along and he explains, no, let me tell you what I mean. The problem of years, we have an Almana who she herself was a Koyhanes, her parents were a Kayin. That's the case of the Mishnah. She married a Kayin Gadol. In that case, what are we worried about? She's going to come to justify and she's going to think, when I was a single girl, my father's house, I got married to this husband, the Kayin Gadol, and I continue eating Chuma. Now, when the husband dies, she goes back to the original state. And what's the original state? She feeds Shuma. So says the Gemara, if she descended from Kayanim and she married the Kayin Gadol, then there's a concern that after the death, she'll go back and continue eating Shuma. What's the problem? Originally, she was allowed to. Her parents were Kayanim, but now, she's not going to realize, that via this forbidden marriage of the Amman of the Kayin Gadol, she created herself into a halala, and that's the reason why at this point she can no longer eat chuma. That is the concern. Says Gemara, beautiful. You're right. On the last narrow line, that's only if her parents were koyani. And what if she's a regular bas Yisrael? In that case, seems that there should be no concern, says the Gemara. You're right, but Belmanusa, loy pli rabbanan, a good old fashioned loy plug. Now, says the Gemara, we finish explaining the first part of the Mishnah. We finish explaining why, when the woman brings in avodim dechse malug, four different reasons why she cannot feed them chuma. But Itmar, in the first white line, says the Gemara in the bottom of Samachavim, Ralev Hamachnes, Shom the Baila, says, says Rabban Hamachneses. Uh, no, <laughs> incorrect. Itmar. Hamachnes says, Shom a woman who brings property into the marriage. And what happens for her husband? Again, it's Shom. It was evaluated. It's Nechsei Sain Barzel. He, she says, Kliani Noiteles. And what happens? What happens is the marriage is terminated. They get divorced. So she says, this was an item I brought into the marriage. It was evaluated. It was recorded in the Ksuba. I want the item back. I want this specific item. I want the car. I want the piece of land. I want this Kaylee. And yet the husband says, Well, no, 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 no. I'll give you the value. We evaluated it. I'll give you the value. So we have a fight between husband and wife as they're getting divorced. Can the wife demand the actual item of Nechsei Sain Barzel or does the husband allow to say, I'll pay you the value and nothing else? Hadin in me who wins this story, says the Gemara, says Rav Yudah, as we turn over to Sam, she wins. Rav he wins. Rav what's the reason why Rav Yudah says, what's the reason why Rav Yudah says that it works? Because where did this item originally come from? This item came from Shevach This item came, it's a family heirloom, it came from her father's household, so she gets to get it back. That's Rav Yudah. Rav says, no, he gets it back. Why? Since we learned in the Mishnah that if the St. Barzal Abadim die, it's his problem. If they get better, it's his benefit. 
And therefore, the same reason over here, he gets to keep the item. So fundamental machlaik is Ravami and Rav Yehuda, who keeps the item of Sain Barzel properties in the event of a divorce. So says the Gemara, this Rav Yehuda, the second sheet, Ravami, excuse me, the second sheet over here is saying that the husband wins, brought a raya from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, Oitiru, Oitiru, Lai, Oitiru, Oitiru, Lai, excuse me, Mesu, Mesu, Lai, that he's responsible. Amr of Safra, is that a raya? Mika, Tani, Vehein, Shaloi, does the Mishnah say they're his? Of course, that oil, Bechai, Bechriusik, Tani. It says, since you're liable, that's the reason why you have the responsibility. But, it's not a raya that the item itself is the husband's. Maybe the item goes back to the woman at divorce, but he just was had the responsibility for it. So says the Gemara, one second. You just told me a rule that when you're responsible, you can feed chuma. But now we learn to the Mishnah. If Israel rents a cow from a kain, he can feed it chuma. When the kain rents a cow, even though, of course, when you rent an animal, you're obligated to feed that animal. Still. You cannot feed a chuma, even though based on what you just said, if it's a Kenyan, if there's a responsibility, you should yes feed a chuma. Retorts the Gemara back, ten lines down, You're a renter. So a renter is a chayyab for a oinsim, unavoidable mishaps. If the animal gets weakened, if the animal loses its value, you, the renter is not chayyav for that. So it's true, you have some responsibility for theft and unavoidable mishap, etc. But it's not really 100% yours. And rather, says the Gemara, You know what this is comparable to? It's comparable to end of the Mishnah. If you evaluated the animal, you do not get to feed it. So Says the Gemara, it will. Uh, that's the Gemara's discussion of the Raya from the Mishnah. So says the Gemara, we had a Machlikes Ravami and Rav Yehuda, who gets back to Sain Barzel. Rav Yehuda said she does, Ravami said he does. Yosef, Rabbi, Rav Yosef, Shil Birka, the Rav Nachman, the Yosef, Kamri, Rav Yamran, Yosef were sitting about 20 lines down. First one line is Yosef and Vyasvi, and they were sitting in the Yeshiva of Nachman, and they were saying, Dani Kavosi, Rav Yehuda, Dani Kavosi, Ravami. We have two Rayas, a Raya to Rav Yehuda, a Raya to Ravami. Dani Kavosi, Ravami. We have a Raya to Ravami that goes to him. If the husband knocks out the eye of the of the Evid of the Tzayin Barzel, they go free. Allah being when you knock out the eye of the tooth, the Evid goes free. But it's only if the husband knocks out the eye, not the woman. Clearly the reason being that it's only if the master knocks out the eye. So we see when we have these avadim of Sumbar, so who's called the master? Who's called the owner? The husband. That he wins. The Bible's own brings in an evaluated item. For, for, into the marriage, the husband cannot sell it. Not only that, even if he brings into the marriage something, evaluate the property of his own, but says the Gemara, 
Says the Gemara, that's the Braisa. But what happens if Machu Shneem live our Nasa? Are they both collectively allowed to sell for support? This was the story in front of Shimon Gamliel. The husband wins. So what do we see from this Braisa? We see that you're not allowed to sell the selling Barzel properties. And this goes with Rabbi Yehuda that it has to do with the husband. So Amar as we conclude today's year, Amar Rava, Amar Nachman, Alochik Rav Yehuda, Amar Li Rava, the Rav Nachman, Tanik of Asayi, Rav Hami. We have a rice like Rav Hami. I explains the Gemara of Tanik of Asayi, Rav Hami, Mitzavra Taima, Rav Yehuda. Why the Svaro wins? Mishum Shevach, Beisaviyok, they came from the family's household, they came to the ancestral field. Therefore, says the Gemara, we're going to go with the Svaro. Hadini Moi, he wins. Excuse me, I didn't hear She wins like Rabbi Yehuda. We'll pick it up from a here to the next story in the next year.